We used to be good friends, but that's all come to an end. My beautiful people, hello. This is Gabby Scott, and welcome back to the season finale of We Are the Best of Friends Until We Weren't. I can't believe it's really episode 10, almost two months now of doing this podcast. Just, it's crazy to see something go from an idea to something that people are literally looking forward to, something I'm looking forward to, and just has become a passion of, of mine. And I'm so grateful for all of you who have listened. I know I've learned so much from the people that I've had on here, the conversations that have been had. I hope you all have gotten great things out of it as well. And like I said, this is a season finale. We're not done. We will be back, but today it's going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to it. So our final guest of the season has a very juicy story that concluded not too long ago. Welcome, Miss Megan. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Excited and just all the progress that I've made through this podcast and super excited that you're my final episode. And I think it's based on what you've told me, it's going to be definitely good at what they would say a season finale. (laughs) Yeah, I when I reached out to you, I was honestly so surprised that you reached back. I didn't expect to get an answer back. I don't know. I was just super excited and a little nervous that I'm the season finale, but I think it's a good <laughs> story for, for that. Awesome. And I really appreciate you reaching out. I think it's going to show people like truly if you all reach out to me and message me on Instagram or anything else, like I will get back to you because I'm you know interested in hearing these different stories from different people. So I know the story has many layers to it. Why don't you start by telling us about how you became friends with Bridget and what that friendship has been like before things got crazy? Yeah, so Bridget and I have kind of known each other our whole lives. Um, We grew up in the same town. Um, We went to the same middle school, high school. Like I've known of this girl forever. Mm -hmm. Um, So basically, I guess we became really good friends, like junior year of high school. So she had her own group of friends, and I had my own group of friends. We both kind of started to drift away from them at the same time. And we were actually also playing the same sports. We were playing soccer and lacrosse together. So we kind of realized that we were very similar. And we were like talking like, okay, like, I've never really talked to you before. And you're really cool. And like, Mm -hmm. we share a lot of the same, like interests. So naturally we started hanging out more and more like on our own, like without the mutual friends that we had. And we became like super close. Like we would go on adventures together. Like we would go swimming together, like in the colds, like we would just do everything together. Um, He's kind of a friend. Like I never really had a friend that would like go do outdoorsy things with me. And like, she was that girl, like she was so down for an adventure and just like totally cool like that. Um, so yeah, we those were similar interests and in everything. So that's like really a special bond to have is when those interests and not everyone usually connects with that you finally found that person for that. Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. And like, she guess she was like, you know how you have your friends like that you met when you were younger and they just kind of stay your friends because you've known them for so long. Mm-hmm. She was kind of the first person who like I met and became friends with because we had the same interests. So like mm-hmm. that was really cool. And I loved that. Um. And it was also like a super balanced relationship. Like we both spoke to each other when we were upset. We both loved each other and cared about each other so much. Like we could tell each other anything. It was such a judgmental free zone. Like mm-hmm. we both have done questionable things, just being teenagers and saying the wrong thing or doing the wrong thing. And 
she we've both been really good about not judging each other and just like accepting us for who we are which has been really awesome I was able to be myself with her and that was just like so important to me Mm -hmm. so I think that kind of judgmental free zone that you just mentioned is kind of gonna tie into how the friendship moved with this whole crazy story that I know you're about to tell us so why don't you now go ahead and tell us what this friendship breakup looked like yeah so if you're confused also at any point just butt in because there are a lot of layers mm-hmm. so sometimes I leave out details that I don't realize are actually important um gotcha so basically Bridget she had this boyfriend that she's been dating since like freshman year of high school and they broke up like junior year like when we were friends they had like just broken up um like bad bad breakup like toxic like they both questionably like been with other people when they were with each other just like a bad relationship so naturally I hated this guy I was like he's he's terrible like I don't like this guy I don't like him um and we were just yeah so that was kind of a little background of her and one day she um told me that she was at a party with like her friends um and she got like drunk and all that good stuff she (laughs) and he hooked up with um, her ex-boyfriend, Connor. His name was Connor, her ex-boyfriend's best friend. And of course, like the non-judgmental relationship I had, I was like, you're single, like you do you, like be whoever you want to be. I was like, okay, cool. And she was like, yeah, like it was at a party. Like we snuck away. We did it in so-and-so's bed. Like she was kind of bragging about it in a way, which was like fine. I mean, like I like she hated that ex-boyfriend, like. Right. It's not I my understand. business, so you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I was like, okay, go you. Um, and she kind of continued to like be with this guy. The only thing is, is this guy had a girlfriend, and she knew that. And we all knew this girl. Like she was a little bit older than us, but we knew who she was. Um, so I was just kind of like, okay, like it's not my business, but like I'm here if you want to talk, like that kind of relationship. Um, and then we carried on with our business. And then, uh, my, we had a mutual friend named Maddie actually, and she knew Hannah or she knew, sorry, she knew Bridget. Okay. She knew Bridget and I from different, um, scenarios kind of, but like we all realized we knew each other. So we became close friends. Um, and Maddie was like, I know this guy's been cheating on his girlfriend and he's friends with this girl, um, the girlfriend. He's mm-hmm. or she's really excuse me. Maddie's really good friends with um this girlfriend. So she mm-hmm. was like, I wanna tell her. Like I don't want her to be with him. Like I wanna tell her the truth. I feel like she deserves to hear the truth. And I was like, Yeah, like I agree. Like he's a gross guy. He's been cheating on her with multiple girls. I was like, expose him. I was like all for it. I was like, expose this guy. Yeah. And so we were talking about it and she was like, I've heard rumors, like no one's directly told me, but like, I've heard rumors. And I was like, oh, like, yeah, but I know it's true. Like, I know he's been cheating on her. And and Maddie was like, well, how do you know? And I was like, it doesn't matter. Like, I just know. And Maddie's like, no, like, I can't tell this girl. Like, I need to have proof. Like, I don't want to just hurt anybody. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, like, and just like, keep in mind, I'll explain this more later too. Like, at the time, like, Bridget was single, and I just, like, I don't know, I wasn't thinking about how this would affect her, and I told Maddie that, like, Bridget and this guy had hooked up at a party, Mm -hmm. Um, 
and that's where I really went wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but so Maddie was like, okay, um, that's an evidence. Like, I believe you, I'm going to tell this girl, like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to use any names. Like she wasn't going to se- tell her who or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and she told this girl and this girl blew up at him and was like, you're lying. Like my boyfriend said, that's not true. Like mm. you're trying to ruin a relationship. Like this is messed up. So their friendship, their friendship ended. Right. Um, trying to, she, when she was trying to do the right thing and have her friends back. Yeah. I've seen that before. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And a part that I didn't know is Bridget had told Maddie to also expose um, this guy and was like all for it, but then went, behind their back and actually slept with this guy like yeah so that was that's the part where Maddie was like what and I didn't know that part so I didn't know that that was like another Mm. layer so that's also where I should have said something but I didn't Mm -hmm. um so that got all twisted and actually Maddie and Bridget stopped becoming friends because of that reason Mm -hmm. makes sense um right yeah um so we get into the juicier parts, I guess. Um, so it's already so juicy. So please. yeah, right. <laughs> juicier. Um, so basically, Maddie was like, Bridget, like, why'd you? Or I hear like this happened, and and like basically they talked about it, and then Bridget came to me and she's like, How does Maddie know? And I was like, Well, what do you mean? Like, didn't everyone at the party know? Like, I thought it was like a very explicit thing. Like, mm. like everyone saw you walking up to the bedroom to, like I don't right. know it just like I thought it was a known thing and she had told other people and like we had talked about it and then in that moment I realized oh my gosh this was a secret like even though she was a single Pringle like she wasn't seeing anybody like we hated her ex-boyfriend like um she this was a secret for her and she mm-hmm. didn't want it out and that's where I realized I messed up. Like I, that wasn't my news to tell. I shouldn't have said that. Um, so when she asked me, I denied it. Um, which again, another mistake that I made, I denied it. I was, I didn't see how I thought it was going to go away. Basically. I was Mm -hmm. like, this boy, ex-boyfriend's not involved in her life. Like this guy's also like it was a one-time thing I was like this isn't like this is gonna go away it's gonna be fine and for Mm -hmm. a while it did like we carried on with our shit like we were best friends we still continue to do our good stuff okay um and then she got back together with Connor Mm. um so that's where it gets super complicated right Um, so now we are back with boyfriend and okay all right wow yeah yeah, so she's back with boyfriend, and for the first couple of weeks, she's like, I don't know if I want this, like, he's the same as we used to be, like, it's bad, like, he's being mean to me, and I'm just like, well, I'm like, well, I'm trying to be equal, I'm not gonna be like, well, I hate him, I hate him, because she's dating him, so I'm like, if he's making you feel like crap, and you don't like being with him, I was like, there's a reason you broke up, like, end it, time. like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't, I'm like, and you're going to college, like, you're not going to go to the same school as him. I was like, just release yourself of it now, like, just let go. And, and she was like, so she broke up with him and like, they didn't got back together. And I just like, couldn't keep up with it. It was just mm-hmm. like, so A back lot. and forth between mm-hmm. them. So I just was like, okay, you do you and I'll be here when you need me and want to talk, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're back together and they're becoming really close. Like they're hanging out all the time. Um, I still hang out with her a lot, but like, sh- they were hanging out all the time. 
and we were in the car one time and she was like, I'm just still really confused. Like, I don't know how, how Maddie found out. And I was like, well, Maddie's brother was at the party. I was like, maybe he saw something happen and mm-hmm. told Maddie. And she was like, yeah, maybe that could be, that could be right. Like that could be true. And I was like, yeah, like, I was like, but I wouldn't worry about it. Like, I don't think Connor's going to find out. Like, I don't know. I was just trying to, I was denying it still. I was mm-hmm. denying it. Still. I was scared because I knew that it was a secret now and I was scared that she wouldn't see that, I guess. Yeah. Um, so we keep carrying on with our lives. And then I was at work like a month and a half ago, just working, doing my thing. And I get this long text, you know, you just see that and your heart just drops. And right. you're like, mm-hmm. this is where it's at. Um, and basically in the text message, she was like, I did some investigating. I thought about it. Like, I don't know how Maddie found out. Like, I only told blank, blank, and blank, which I soon to find out later wasn't actually true. But she mm-hmm. said she claimed to only tell these three people. Um, and I was like, okay, like, this is silly. I was like, I, I confessed. I was like, girl, I did it. Like, I told Maddie this, but I need you to understand, like, in the moment, I was trying to help expose this guy you were single and I didn't think of how it would affect you. I was just like, I don't know. I wasn't thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wasn't thinking and I didn't do it in a mean way. I wasn't trying to hurt her feelings when I said Mm -hmm. I wasn't trying to like expose her. I was trying to expose this guy. Um, And she wasn't happy. She felt so betrayed, which I get to an extent. Like I, I understand that she felt Mm -hmm. like I backstabbed her and, I was going against her and she's like, for the past year, you've been lying to me, which I didn't feel like it because like, I mean, I, I didn't admit to it, but I like was on her side for this past year and I helped her and supported her. Um, but yeah, she wasn't happy with me and she was like, I can't trust you anymore. Like, I'm sorry, that seems harsh, but I just can't be your friend anymore. And I was like heartbroken and she kept saying like, you don't care about me. You've never cared about me. And I was like, Mm-hmm. I'm really the type of friends that like we would bring each other like stickers and gifts when we'd go somewhere mm-hmm. different. Like when her dog died, like I brought her flowers and a succulent and a note. Like I went to the ends of the earth for this girl. I love her. Like I still love her. Like, and I just felt it heart- broke my heart that she thought that I didn't care about her. Mm-hmm. And I was so frustrated. I was like, that's, and I was trying to explain to her. I was like, I, I, you know, I that I have these intentions. You. Yeah. Those were my yeah, intentions. Just, yeah. I was just trying to explain yeah, like, I messed up real bad, like, I, yeah. I get, like, I messed up, but she just was, like, no, like, I can't talk to you, so I was frustrated, obviously, um, and I actually got her to agree to see me in person, well, I had some stuff to give back to her that she, like, needed immediately, so, mm-hmm. like, that was kind of a good reason to see her, but I was, like, can we talk while I, like, drop this off, and she was, like, yeah, I guess so, um, so we met at, like, a like a park and ride mm-hmm. and I basically got in the car and I was like so who, who do you want to go first like do you want me to talk or or do you want to talk and she's like I want to hear you talk so basically I was um I admitted to what I did again and I was like I messed up a year ago I I messed up real bad and these are my intentions like my intentions weren't to hurt you like I understand it was not my news to tell but I really didn't want to hurt you. Please know that I wasn't trying to hurt you. And, and then I let her talk. It was her turn to talk. And she 
it just felt like nothing I said, even like one in one ear, it just went over her head. Yeah. And she was like, I can't believe you did this. Like you're ruining my life. Like this is not what best friends do. If Connor finds out this is your fault, like you did that. Like she just was just like making, I just felt like such a villain. I was like, right, like really coming at you and trying yeah. to make you, make you feel bad about it. Right. Yeah. And I was kind of waiting for her to be like, Hey, like I get that I got us in this situation. Like I'm the one that slept with this guy. And also like, just to add a little more layering, she had slept with this guy while her and Connor were still together a couple more times. So it wasn't like it was just one drunken night. Like this was a thing with or without a relationship. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Continually slept with this guy like a couple of times. And throughout that I was non-judgmental. I was like, okay, like, be careful. Like, don't, I don't know. I was like, don't get too wrapped up because this is dangerous. But I was judgmental free and I stayed her friend mm-hmm, and I didn't mm-hmm. see the red flag. Um, um, but yeah, so she was basically just blaming me. She's like, you're, if Connor finds out, like, this is all ruins. Like, I can't believe you would, like, I trusted you. And I just felt so attacked. And I was like, Bridget, like, I owned up to my stuff. Like I admitted and I owned up, like I take full blame and I understand if you're still upset with me because of that. But I was like, I am not responsible for this situation. Mm -hmm. I didn't cheat on my boyfriend multiple times with his best friend. Like I just felt like, although I did play a part and I did feel so guilty for what I did, I just felt Mm -hmm. like she was, trying to find someone to blame so she felt better about Mm -hmm. the situation Mm -hmm. which I get I understand like we've all been there kind of and but I was just like you're my best friend I was like I just thought you would know that my intentions weren't this and I just Mm -hmm. can't believe you're blaming me for this whole situation like Mm -hmm. I was expecting the conversation to go so differently I thought she was going to like I would admit to my part she would admit to her part if we were she was still upset with me I got that but I was expecting us to like be on the same terms like we both made mistakes and mm-hmm. I don't know. I was just very frustrated. So, so then how did the conversation she, end with her when you guys had that talk? Yeah. So basically we ended on like different pages. She still blamed me and I still wouldn't admit or like take blame for this whole situation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, basically, okay, like I love you and I'm still here for you. Like if you need me, text me, but like, obviously they we're not going to agree on this right now. And she was like, okay, like fine. And we went our ways. Um, yeah, we went our separate ways. Uh, she did text me a couple of days later um, and was like, I can see us being friends uh, later this summer. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was like, I had done a lot of thinking at that point um, and a lot of self-reflecting. I've done a lot of self-reflecting because obviously I have, we'll get into that later, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, we definitely will, I think, for probably the lessons learned and a little bit where are they now, too. Um, yeah. One question I have is, mm-hmm. obviously, you didn't agree, even though you were in a judgmental free zone, when mm-hmm. all this was happening and she's trying to blame you, blame you for everything and not say, like, at the end of the day, I was the one who obviously, you know, slept with the best friend and mm-hmm. I'm causing a situation for myself. Why did you, like, not take the opportunity to kind of step back and be like okay this isn't even someone 
I really would want to be friends with because now you're blaming me. You're trying to attack me. You're trying to say, I don't care and love you when you know I do. And you're doing shady things. Like what made you just still want to stay and be friends with someone like that? Um, I've always been kind of like a person who loved really deeply, I guess, in a cheesy way to put it. Like I would kind of go to the ends of the earth for someone I usually that. and I was able to really put like, cause every, everyone makes mistakes and I get that. And I'm easily like give second chances out. Um, I don't know. I was just, I saw the benefit of the doubt. I saw the good in her and I believed in the good in her. And honestly, I still believe she's a good person. I just think her morals are kind of out of whack. And, and I, this was really kind of, this was a wake up call. But yeah, I guess I just didn't want to, I didn't want to end the friendship. Like, I don't know. It's kind mm. of weird because you think with all those red flags, I would see that. But I just always see the benefit of the doubt and see the good in people. And I just, I didn't want to, I don't know. I didn't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> it's hard. It is. It is. I definitely understand because yeah. I've been kind of a similar situation where like Mm -hmm. you said it's a judgmental free zone you want to be there for people and I think you know moving forward and like we'll talk more about it where it's like understanding that you don't want to be too wrapped up in people's mess to the point that it can hurt Mm -hmm. you and I think she's kind of already shown that she'll wrap you into it and then blame you she won't wrap you in because you know sometimes that happens your best friends do stupid stuff and it's like dang I messed up but I appreciate you being by my side even if you did something wrong but so far Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like that's the case so with her texting you a couple days later say I could see us still being friends like is that something you want see um honestly I don't know um because I did kind of realize I was like not only does she not have my best interests in mind like she will continue to blame me for this situation it's not resolved like the boyfriend she's still dating this boy he still has no idea um and I just know that she will still blame me for this no matter what and I don't want to be friends with someone who thinks that I am responsible for their mistakes Mm -hmm. and I know that she'll probably treat me different and I'll just always want to hang out with her I'll just always feel guilty Mm -hmm. for something I didn't do because I'll just feel guilty because I know she's mad at me and that's something I just, I don't, I don't want to live with. And I don't think I deserve to live with. You don't, you don't at all. And like, I just think, yeah, you don't deserve that. And to know that it's pretty much inevitable that it's only going to get messier because the mm-hmm. boyfriend doesn't even know yet. They already have had toxic situations. She's already shown kind of her true colors of how she'll bring you into it. And so we'll kind of tie that towards the end and discuss that more. But why don't you then... We know where you are at now. Obviously, mm-hmm. we're just kind of seeing you guys aren't talking right now. Maybe see later on how you two feel mm-hmm. and continue. What are some of the lessons you've learned? Because obviously, there's a whole lot of layers and a lot of things that happen. So what are some of the lessons yeah. that you learned from the situation moving forward? Yeah, so um, this is also kind of like this whole year. I've been really working on myself this whole year, just like, um, and I guess I really realized is, I've always been that type of person, like, if someone um, says I'm, like, mean or ugly or fat, I I would believe it, like, immediately be like, they Mm -hmm. said it, so it must be true, Mm -hmm. and that's something I've always struggled with, Um, and this year, especially this situation, when she was, like, blaming me, and 
um, making me trying to say that I basically was the cause and the reason for this whole mess up. I was like, okay, I need to listen to myself for a second. Like I need to really like, okay, I made a mistake. Um, I told someone something I shouldn't have a secret. Um, but when I said it, what were my intent? What were my intentions? Mm-hmm. And I knew deep down that my intentions were not to hurt my best friend. I wasn't trying to call her out. I wasn't spilling tea just to spill tea. Mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to mit- turn my friends against her. Like I love her the most. Like I loved her the most. Like I, she was my right. Like she was my person. And and in my heart, I knew that even though I made that mistake, your intentions were pure. Core, yeah. yeah, it wasn't out of, I wasn't trying to maliciously hurt her. Mm-hmm. And I was so happy that I realized that because I could have, I could have taken full blame. I could have totally let me myself just take that all on. But in my heart, I knew that that wasn't my intentions. I'm learning really to listen to myself and listen like when someone's putting more on you than you deserve and you can't take, you can own up to your stuff. And that's what you should do, but don't take responsibility for someone else's actions because you you just can't do that. And that's just something I'm really learning is like, just know where to draw the line, like where mm-hmm. to own up and where to realize, okay, that wasn't me. Right. Yeah. And knowing which thing, which situations and comments and everything are worth internalizing because otherwise it can be very damaging to yourself yeah. and to how you yeah. see yourself. And that's not fair to you yeah. in the day you have to live with it if you're taking other people's burdens on yourself yeah. exactly and and this was also you mentioned this in one of your last podcasts was like um I guess I'm kind of telling the story to side the person that got broken up with instead mm-hmm. of like the one breaking it up um so I have had to do a lot of reflecting and like realizing okay so like I played a part in this situation what was it and I've learned that even though my intentions aren't evil and bad like I still say things I shouldn't say and I and I need to like be more careful with my word like my word is important and I need to use it the right way and that's I've had had to do a lot of self-reflecting and I've Mm -hmm. like been reading wellness books I've been listening to your podcast like I've been yeah just trying to like kind of check my moral compass and make sure it's on track because I really felt like okay like I did make a mistake and and I do want to learn from it and improve, but at the same time, yeah, I was just trying to find a balance of how much ownership do I take and how much I d- like, and where I know not like where to draw the line, I mm-hmm. guess is what mm-hmm. I'm really learning right now. Yeah. That's amazing. It sounds yeah. great. And I don't, you are, you can just tell her such a beautiful person and I just love like inside and out and just like, we make dumb mistakes and that's okay. But it's just like you said, learning from it and everything. And I'm not, going to tell you obviously how to operate your friendship but mm-hmm. I just can tell like you're trying to be in a place of being better you're already someone who really loves deeply takes things to heart for people and just understand that this person has already shown how toxic they can be for you and yeah. you have the chance to separate yourself from that separate yourself because you mm-hmm. only deserve people who are going to make you feel good and make you feel loved and you know, you also have to pay attention to the company other people keep, even though you're not friends with a boyfriend, that's someone she's deciding to keep around her. And I just hope that you can find another close person to really love you and be there for you properly, even though it might be a little lonely. I know probably now yeah. and later down yeah. the road, if you two continue to stop being friends, but it's just, 
I wouldn't be surprised if she tries to come back when things are convenient. That's kind of the path it's looking like for you and for her. Yeah. And I've kind of prepared myself a little bit for that. Like, I do think she might come. I did. Oh, I forgot to mention a little thing is mm-hmm. a couple of days ago, she actually like sent me um, um, a Snapchat memory from mm-hmm. a year ago today. Um, yeah. And I was just kind of like, I honestly, I logged out of Snapchat. I didn't mm-hmm. answer it. I was like, obviously she's still upset, but she's reaching out and she, yeah, she wants to draw me back into this trap. Right. And I mm-hmm. just like, and she obviously creates and brings all this drama with her. And I just need to like, obviously find where she really belongs in my life. And I honestly, I don't see us being the best friends that we were. Her true colors did come out and mm-hmm. yeah. And I need to respect myself and know that this person doesn't belong in my life. Exactly. And that's fine. You don't have to hate her. Like you said, you can always still love right. her. I still have a right. lot of love for a lot of people who have left and you can be cordial. But like you said, as far as you just talked about intentions, her intentions mm-hmm. more than likely aren't what your intentions are. You know, your intention to be, let's discuss it, scrap everything and actually be good to each other. And I think her intention to be more like, oh, this is someone I was close to and would kind of put up with what I was doing and saying and all these things and like, be intentional in this and I think you just have a lot better of intentions mm-hmm. that deserves someone to match that yeah thank you I I <laughs> think I I hope I will find that person I think I will yeah um, I do I do you're young yeah. we're young I understand because that's what I've said like the last person that inspired this whole podcast that I lost was I like, literally like my family and it was very very distracting mm-hmm. even even when I made this podcast, it had been over a year later since we had last spoken. It was still like eating at me and there are days where I'd mm-hmm. wake up and just be sad. So mm-hmm. just know that that's normal and just know you can still, you can message me. And now I know <laughs> your whole story. You really can and just reach out and everything. And I hope that, you know, these podcasts continue to help you and everything. Just know that clearly you've seen this stuff hurts, but everyone yeah. also experiences and has their crazy, their crazy stories. Yeah, it does hurt. But yeah, thank you for releasing this content. Because literally the first thing I did when this happened, I was like looking up podcasts for like friendship breakups, and then nothing was popping up. And this popped up. And I was like, this is what I needed. So thank you for making this whole podcast. It's really helped me so much. (laughs) And that and that makes me happy because that's all it's about and everything. And I'm really, really happy that you reached out to me. And like I said, I'm glad you got to come on here. And hopefully, telling your story of hopefully lets you release a little bit too to really say the whole thing is someone who isn't biased someone who isn't involved in everything too and just that kind of maybe even close that chapter for yeah. your life and so you can open a new one regardless of like I said how much yeah. it may hurt and the healing and just know you're allowed to heal and hurt and sometimes contemplate letting her back into your life but at the end of the day know who you are respect yourself and know your intentions for your friendships moving forward Awesome. Thank you. That was so good to hear. (laughs) Of course. Of course. I'm always here. Um, Anything else, maybe even advice for other people based on your experiences? Yeah, um, I guess. Yeah, just really listen to yourself. Um, People will be in your life that don't have your best interests in mind and just really know what your intentions are and be good with your word and just, yeah, keep keep an eye out for yourself first because at the end of the day it is you who you're with so yeah I guess surround yourself with people who belong there and who deserve to be around you awesome I love that well thank you so much for like I said reaching out and coming on here and sharing your story and I hope that 
you just find the best people to be around you and just continue to grow and love yourself and self-reflect. So thank you so much, Megan, for coming on. And thanks to all of you again. This podcast would not be what it was without you all tuning in week after week, sharing your stories with me on here, even off of recording, just you all really made this podcast what it was and it just went beyond anything I could have expected. So just thank you all so much for being vulnerable with me, for trusting me and trusting listeners and everything. It's just been so much fun in this season. I love being able to say season because that means there's more in the future to come. And so as usual, if you all have ideas or stories or concepts of things you'd like to see on this podcast, please reach out to me at Instagram at gabscott13, one being Gab. I'll be sure to get back to you. I already have some really good things lined up. I'm really excited to take this time between seasons to make a great season too. So as usual, this is Gabby Scott on We Are the Best of Friends Until We Weren't. Catch y'all next time. In the beginning, we were inseparable to become one. Now a season's over, absence is your trophy.